This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And good afternoon, everybody. Good, warm, muggy afternoon. It could be worse. It could be worse. It's pretty warm, though. I hope you're having a great weekend so far, and I hope it will be a, a good afternoon. Hope we can get together on the air here. Give me a call, will you please? It's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. We have uh, three lines that we utilize, and I'd like to see them all three filled. Boy, that would feel good. 888 787 5543. And uh, I talk about anything relating to urban horticulture. It could be your lawn, your landscape, your house plants, fruit, flower, vegetable gardening. We're right at the beginning of the fall garden season. You should be wrapping up your planting of tomatoes for your fall garden. Uh, you need to get them in immediately. The transplants, you need to get in your pumpkin seeds and stay with the small to mid sized pumpkins and small to mid sized tomato uh, fruit. Uh, uh, plants now. I'm not talking about the plant size. I'm talking about the the variety, the the size of the fruit in both cases, pumpkins and tomatoes. Uh, you're about a week away from planting peppers, and then it goes on and on all the way through the end of August, where you'll be planting lettuce and radishes and that. So we'll talk about all that as the weeks progress here. But in the meanwhile, we're here to talk about whatever is on your mind right now for your uh, garden, for your landscape, for your lawn. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the calls. Thank you very much for that, Mike. Mike is as good as it gets. He's just top-notch, and I'm glad to have him. We'll do our SPCA of Texas uh, Pet of the Week, and then we'll get right uh, right to uh, the uh, the gardening aspects. So look forward to that very much. We have a young dog for you today, Brisket. Brisket is, a, and this is from the SPCA of Texas. He is a Dallas dog. Brisket is an eight-month-old bundle of joy. He's a lively mixed-breed male pup, bursting with charm and playfulness. If you're looking for a new home, Brisket is an expert in wagging tails and making hearts melt. One look into those big brown eyes or those floppy big ears, and you're going to be his forever a friend. With a treat in hand, Brisket will master any trick you throw his way. Ready for fun-filled walks, even jogs at 37 pounds, Brisket is the perfect active companion. Plus, toys are his obsession. He can play and play for hours. Brisket may still be a puppy, but he's past the baby stage and ready to embark on exciting adventures with you. Don't wait any longer, because Brisket can't wait to meet you. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about how to find Brisket. Uh, just like all pets at the SPCA of, Tex uh, of Texas, Brisket has been neutered, microchipped. He has had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He is waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Dallas Animal Care Center. That's at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6 p.m. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And remember, you're uh, looking at brisket and uh, brisket is spelled, uh, of course, B-R-I-S-K-E-T. The SPCA of Texas has a special until the end of July. All adult animal adoptions, animals six months and older, which includes brisket, are only $25 at the SPCA of Texas Dallas Animal Care Center. That's at 2400 Lone Star Drive. And at the Ellis County Animal Care Center at 2570 Farm to Market 878 in Waxahachie. And uh, so there you go. That's Brisket. Let's get Brisket adopted. What you think? I think he'd make you a great dog. Hope you'll uh, 
Hope you'll consider doing so. And that is sponsored today by the wonderful people at Advanced Foundation Repair. I say that like I am proud to have them as a sponsor. You know what? I really am. 27 years now. Advanced Foundation Repair. Their time is on the way right now. As the soils dry out, it gets hot, and uh, the soils begin to crack, and they begin to contract and and all of a sudden our foundations begin to exhibit these problems that we're familiar with all too familiar with in the summertime doors and windows don't operate the way they're supposed to you begin to see cracks in the uh, grout and in the side uh, the uh, in the walls of your home uh, the tape and bed work is uh, becoming uh, cracked, maybe in the mortar joints outside in your house. Those are all things that you need to watch for. And when you see that happening, uh, you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair right away. If you think you might have a foundation problem, don't delay. Contact them right away and, and get on their schedule as quickly as possible. Their phone number is 214-333-0003. The home inspection is absolutely free without any obligation. And if they find a problem in your foundation, they will tell you what it is, where it is, how serious it is, and they'll tell you what it would cost to repair it. If you don't have a foundation problem, they'll tell you that as well. That's the part I like the best is when somebody writes to me or calls me or just stops me on the street to say, thanks for that referral. By the way, I didn't have a foundation problem, and they were honest enough to tell me that. A lot of companies, I think, might lead you along. I don't know that for a fact, but I kind of suspect that's the case. I've heard that. Not advanced foundation repair. They're great. 214-333-0003 on the web, Foundation repairs.com it's advanced foundation repair i'm alan walter from justin ace hardware each ace hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community someone who's there to answer your questions ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil thank you alan very much that is a very good businessman who knows how to run a great hardware store and who also knows how to deal with customers in a wonderful and friendly way. His employees are taught that, and those are great stories. Thank you, Alan. Let's go to our first call today. It's Kathy in Granbury. Kathy, thanks for calling in so so quickly this afternoon. How can I help you? Well, you've always given me great advice, so I'm at you again. I need your advice again. It's a twofold question. I had the big cottonwood trees I had to have taken down, and they were in decline. I've been very fortunate that they didn't fall on me. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm going to take your advice. I need some fine-tuning from you on a Schumard red or a Schumard oak versus a red oak, your preference and what's the differences. And then on another part of my lot, I want to plant three staggered, very tall, thin trees for shade to cast on my garage. And everything I've read, a beach, a sweet gum, there are problems. They don't live long. And then I ran across a Italian stone pine and long life, and it's very unique looking. Okay. All right. Let's see. Your first question, let me go. Oh, Schumard and, and Red Oak. Um, the, the proper name of Schumard oaks would be schumard red oak so that doesn't answer your question very well but it is part of the red oak group uh, oaks are are divided into two categories um, and and there are hundreds of species of oaks they are either in the red oak group or the white oak group uh, live oaks uh, fit into the white oak group kind of get shoved over there but basically they're they're in those two categories um, and and Schumard red oak and Texas red oak um, and pin oaks and and those go over in the red oak side. Um, the the native red oak that you have the and I'm using a lowercase there just to describe it as the the native oak that you have in Granbury is probably going to be Schumard red oak. Uh, Texas red oak is native down through the hill country. Um, and it tends to have multiple trunks and be a shorter, stouter tree, um, often with smaller leaves. Benny Simpson, the, the best authority we ever had in this state, as far as I know, on, on oaks, uh, referred to them as swarms of oaks. Uh, the, he had a hard time identifying them and separating them. But 
that was kind of the way he he uh, uh, separated them in his book, Famous Trees, uh, not Famous Trees of Texas, Texas Trees was Benny's book. And he showed where they were native, and, and uh, um, either of those will do well for you. Schumard Red Oak is, is the taller, single-trunk, more majestic shade tree, and that's the one that we need to look for, for, for the alkaline soils for the, the north-central Texas area, including Granberry. Uh, the problem that we run into is is the the southern red oak, which is the one that's native from oh probably east of Terrell, uh, Canton. We'll start in Canton and go east from there all the way across the southern United States. That tree is is not at all adapted in the alkaline soil, and neither is pin oak, and, uh, and that's Quercus palustris. And Kathy, pin oaks get sold especially to the big national chain stores um, out of Florida and out of other southern growers, they get sold, and, and they may be labeled as uh, Schumard Red Oaks. That's why it's really important that you buy from a local nursery as opposed to yes, a sir. national chain. But Schumard Red Oak is, is what you're looking for. It may be casually labeled just as Red Oak, and I'd be a little more cautious with that. It's a, a long answer to tell you that, that uh, people... Uh, are careless in how they label them. Red oak doesn't tell you anything, just that name on it, on a tree. And I'm very fortunate the arborist in the area is going to go with me and help me pick out and make sure I'm getting the right tree. Perfect. Uh, and, yeah, he, and I never saw such hard work in my life as taking down those three 80-foot-tall cottonwood trees. So oh, they're huge, aren't they? Now, you're going to be buying, I don't want to know the name of the nursery, but are you going to be buying from a local independent retail nursery, or are you going to be digging them out of nature in the winter, or what are you doing? Uh, buying from a local independent. Good. Uh, Good. I, uh, and in talking to you before, you and I have discussed, I, I think uh, around a 75-gallon size. Yeah, I, I recall. Well, the, I think I mentioned a nursery, and that nursery and, and your arborist together, will, will you'll, you'll be in great shape. Now, as far as columnar trees are concerned, the reason I took so long with the first answer is because the second one ain't going to take long. <laughs> there just aren't any really good columnar trees. I don't like any of the choices you gave me, um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. The uh, uh, beach is out of the question. It's just not going to do well for you at all. Um, and sweet gum. I don't. What is the pH of your soil? That I don't know. Yeah, you need to check that. There are pockets of places where sweet gums will do well, uh, and they are rather upright. They're they're somewhat. They round out as they get older. Uh, sweet gums would do well, for example, in parts of Arlington that have red soil, but not the parts that have black soil. So within that one city, it will vary. I don't know Granbury that well. Um, but if, if the soil is at all black, you want to avoid sweet gums. If it's alkaline, if it's an acidic soil of uh, below 7.0, if it's 6.5, something like that, sweet gum might be okay. Um, it's a lovely tree, and they do well in East Texas. They'll, they'll grow in, in parts of Denton, but not other parts. It, it's just touch and go depending on the soil. Um, that would be my choice of the three that you mentioned. Um, most of the columnar trees that we have uh, have, have huge issues. Uh, all, the, all the upright junipers, huge issues. Uh, Italian, I'm so afraid you're going to say Italian cypress, gigantic issues. Um, Italian stone pine, if, if these were good trees, you'd see them used a lot because we need some, some vertical trees. We just don't have them. It's better to go with a tree that goes up and over and gets out of the way, like a cedar elm, uh, probably, than to try to find the, the tree we don't have, and that's a columnar tree. There are, right. some live, there are some live oaks that are asexually propagated that are rather vertical. But I worry about them because if you get an ice storm, the, the rather vertical live oaks may split in the ice. Uh, they, they have narrow branch angles. So I, I just I can rule out almost every one I think of. That wasn't much Alrighty. help, was it? <laughs> well, you know, we want what we want doesn't mean we need what we want. <laughs> or can get or can find what we want. Yeah, I, I want a luxury car for $20,000. Used to be pretty easy to find. Not so much now. <laughs> 
So. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it, and you've always steered me in the right direction. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Ask your arborist. Maybe uh, he or she will have a, another idea that's worth looking into. But anyway, that's a start. Thank you for the call so much. Bye. All right, Lisa and Coppell will be next. We're going to be talking mosquitoes, and uh, you could be after that. It's uh, as easy as calling 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And uh, I really would appreciate the calls today. Uh, That would be a a welcome relief. I'll I'll be very candid. So um, I have shared with you I have some issues with vertigo caused by migraines, and I have a treatment that I get at... at, uh, through a neurologist, and uh, that will come up Thursday. I can only do it every 90 days. And as I get close to the 90th day, it uh, it gets harder and harder to keep a coherent train of thought if I'm just talking. Answering your questions makes it so much easier. So I welcome your calls right now, 888-787-5543. Let me tell you about my book. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's just thirty six ninety five. That's a bargain because it's a hardback printed on high-quality paper, 840 photographs. Uh, My old book has been more money than that for many, many years. This is a real bargain. This is uh, one that I self-published, so I'd have Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith as my uh, editor and graphic designer in that order. And it has 11 chapters that cover. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, topics like soils of Texas and and climatic zones of Texas, just the things that apply to all the other chapters. Chapter 2 is a calendar, a perpetual calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. When do you need to protect them? When do you plant them? When do you prune uh, blackberries? When do you prune your your evergreen shrubs or your spring flowering shrubs, etc.? Uh, chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. A whole chapter devoted to each one of those topics. I spent a month writing each one of those chapters. And there you get it all in one book. And uh, it will really help you be successful in gardening in Texas. It's written for every county in Texas. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund. We're approaching 80,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. I sign each copy as it sells, and for that reason, I chose not to put it in stores or not to put it on Amazon. Part of that was I just didn't want to keep seeing people mark it up, mark it up, mark it up so that you'd end up paying that $55 or $60. It's $36.95. You buy it directly from me by calling my office weekdays, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Mueller has been around for almost 100 years, back in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce back then. Hopes remained high. And during that time, Mueller started making metal products. Now here we are almost 100 years later, and the Mueller name is known across the South as bringing us the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. 
A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want that peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more. Find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call. 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 36 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. Mueller. Made in America. Made to last. I'll be back. I'm Doug from Jabo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with those great lawn and garden products, come see us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Doug. Oh, my goodness gracious. It is tough when you're when you're uh, dizzy. Good old vertigo. Let me go to Lisa and Capel. Lisa, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for speaking with me. You I'm betcha. Curious, <laughs> I'm curious about the best ways to limit the mosquitoes, both, both eating me and getting into the house. And I know you can buy spray. I know you can have the professional services spray your lawn. I know you can buy special lights. I'm worried about getting things that shouldn't be gotten besides the mosquitoes. I'm happy to get rid of them, but I wondered if you had any experience with the lights and what you recommended as far as good methods. Thank you for asking about the lights. That gives me a bit of a soapbox. They're not attracted to lights. You'll get things that that I don't want to kill. Uh, I don't use the lights. Um, Gotcha. I, uh, mosquitoes are not attracted to light. They're attracted to the smells of, of humans and animals. Um, I, I use DEET. Um, there are people who say they can't use it and they have other things that they use. I guess those are uh, available for information uh, online, but, but DEET works beautifully. We have a lot of mosquitoes where we live. We're very near a, uh, one of the area lakes and uh, ours is not a scenic lake. We we don't have lakefront property, and even if we did, it would look like a mud flat. Uh, but there's standing water, and as a result, we do get uh, our share of mosquitoes. Um, there are lots of things that that are things you hear all the time, and they really are practical. Be very careful of any standing water, and it's amazing where standing water can be without your even knowing it. The gutters may not completely drain properly. You may have uh, a log jam of a little bit of uh, roofing gravel or, or debris, leaves, or something caught that, or, that would be holding back a little bit of moisture, and that's all it takes. Uh, if you, most people don't have rubber tires laying around a yard, but if you have anything like that that captures water, that's all it takes, or a, or a saucer for a flower pot. It's amazing how many mosquitoes can come out of a small area. I had, this uh, spring, I had a a lid for a plastic tub that uh, we had had some Christmas decorations in, and I didn't realize the lid was laying out, and it had had wigglers in it. So I got rid of that. I have a a bird bath that uh, it has an opening in it so that it can be used as a a base for uh, plants, and that that hole had become plugged and it was holding water and there they were it's just things you don't realize so you just have to keep an eagle eye out for things like that they harbor themselves behind shrubs around the house and so that's where it's usually moist and they love to stay there it's cool and moist so if you ever are going to spray that would be the place to spray there are all kinds of insecticides you can use uh, that that will eliminate those, but they're very mobile, and so spraying the world really isn't a very practical idea. We live out in the country, and and I can't spray everywhere that there are mosquitoes. I find it easier to spray myself than to spray everywhere else, and that's why I use the DEET when we go out for chiggers and for mosquitoes. Wonderful, thank you so much. Yeah, those are some thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking of anything else, I, but I think it's very. I think it's really important. Let me say this, Lisa: if if you were to put something on yourself, 
one of the products to repel mosquitoes, you're protecting not only against uh, mosquito bites, but also the diseases they carry. If you go out and spray the yard and you say, well, I think I got rid of them all, but you don't protect yourself, then one random one that comes in from a neighbor's yard could get you with West Nile or something else. And so it's really important that you put some protectant on you and on your family. But that's, that's, I've told you more than I know about mosquitoes as a horticulturist. <laughs> <laughs> I had a program Thank director so accuse me of that one day, yeah. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. All right, Dan in Weatherford, I'm going to be planting Bermuda sod this week, and so I would love to talk to you about how to water it, and I think I can help with that. Stay with me. We'll do it right on the other side of this tiny garden tip. Let me tell you first about... Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. I do this with a great deal of pleasure. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, Tommy Brummett, our pastor, about summer birds in about an hour and 15 minutes. And in, in lining that up, I said, Tommy, I have never seen so many birds at our feeders in the summer. And they're going for the seed and feed and feeders that I got at Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. When Tommy or I go in the front door of that store, we are greeted by name because those folks recognize us. And you know what? If you go in there a couple times, they'll recognize you as well. They are so friendly and outgoing. They know their birds. Oh, my goodness, they know their birds, and they know, they know their customers, too. If you, uh, if you look that one up, their store, you'll see their staff. Cheryl Miller is uh, the owner, but she goes by the name of Birdie, and she puts the bird crew right there on the website so you get to know them and their backgrounds and how long they've been with her. A lot of her employees have been with her the whole time. She's been there seven years. She's been selected as the as the Wild Birds Unlimited store of the year nationally a couple of times. Wild Birds Unlimited, all the different kinds of seeds that will attract the We were watching last night and we had a uh, we had a, a woodpecker and that was this morning, in fact. We had a woodpecker, and he came in and landed on one of the woodpeckers' feast. That's one of the cylinders they have. And he scared off all the other birds. He's big, and he came flying in. And then he scared himself when they all flew away, and so off he went. Woodpeckers always fly straight up when they, when they take off, straight up. It's like a rocket. And uh, the other little birds came, songbirds came flying back in to eat. It's just fun to watch. It's just, it is just like a circus to watch the birds outside your windows. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney will teach you that joy of, of the, the nature at your windows. They have it all. And the best news of all is the quality of what you're getting, the quality of the seeds, the quality of the feeders, and the quality of the service. Wild Birds Unlimited, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, right beside Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited, open Monday through Saturday, 10 until 5, in McKinney. Hey, it's Amy Shadroff. What's the weirdest interview question you've ever been asked? Monday at 640, we'll reveal the 15 strangest interview questions that have been asked and you may want to be prepared for. It's DFW's Morning News, weekdays 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF and 96.3 HD 2 That'll be fun. Thank you, Amy. Um, also, if you'd like to call right now, I'd love to have your question of me, and that's 888-787-KLIF. We have Dan and Weatherford ahead of you, and that's all. 888-787-5543. My uh, newsletter is Neil Sperry's eGardens. It comes out Thursdays from my computer to your email. It's free and always will be. Nineteen and a half years we've done eGardens, and love to have you sign up for it. About 80,000 people subscribe to it. And it has a very high open rate, which uh, says a lot about uh, eGardens. There always are five stories. One of them is a featured plant of the week. This week it was uh, a story written by Steve Huddleston of the different varieties of red yuccas. You'll be amazed and you'll be interested. Um, that's one of the stories. One of the stories is also the uh, Gardening This Weekend feature that I always write uh, with the important tasks to get done that weekend. And I answer your garden questions there as well in the Q&A section and a couple of other stories as well. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. And that also is where you can see the most recent issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y 
Com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking about some of the pests of the summertime, and aphids are next on our list. If you're seeing tiny driplets of rain falling from crepe myrtles, oaks, and pecans, among others, meet the culprits. Each species of plant has its own related species of aphid. They're pear-shaped and pinhead-sized, and they suck the sap from the leaves. The sticky honeydew that you see falling is the byproduct. Leaves and hard surfaces will become coated with the residue. Black sooty mold will begin to grow in it, and the plants, while not really harmed too much by it all will become unsightly the balance of the season you want to spray at the first signs with a systemic insecticide leaf rollers work in various ways canna and trailing vinca leaves are tightly rolled sweet gum and redbud leaves get folded together pyracantha leaves fall somewhere in between you want to use a systemic insecticide on leaf rollers to get them before the damage gets unsightly i have more gardening tips for you each thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very much. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. This hour of my program and next hour, all year long for several years, sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace hardware dealers. There are 40 of them that join together to sponsor these hours. Local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need so that you'll be successful in your project. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace Smart Flow Max 50-foot premium grade garden hose. Regular price is, well, I don't know what the regular is. It's been on sale price at $34.99. Save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card and pay only $29.99, a limit of two hoses. The Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all of your watering needs. With a 5 8 inch inside diameter and a strong 400 pounds per square inch burst strength, it prevents all kinking and twisting. It has crush-proof couplings and triple-frame technology. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you may already know. They're your neighbors, local experts with trusted advice for your part of town. That's great. That's why these stores are so special, and the friendly service you get, that's another reason. Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. And finally, I want to tell you about my website. It's neilsperry.com. It's where you go for my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. It's where you go to sign up for eGardens, just like I told you. And it's where you go to buy my book. And Lone Star Gardening is the only place you can buy my book. So a lot of advantages to go to my website. I hope you'll do that. I also have archived information on crepe myrtle bark scale and rose rosette virus there. A lot of other valuable information. All of that and so much more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We are your source of those great barbecue products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Adil, very, very much. And we go to Dan in Weatherford, as promised. Dan, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Hi, Dan. Uh, I put down the TIF Bermuda in the the very end of May and uh, watered it uh, morning and evening for a couple of weeks and it came up just looking beautiful and then we hit that really hot 100 degree weather and i kept on watering obviously too much and then i uh, walked out one day in gray spots and the brown patch and it looks horrible <laughs> I've, I've treated with the uh, disease x a couple Good. of times and yesterday uh, continued to see uh, new gray spots come up so we sprayed with uh, propaconazole right. directly onto the gray spots. So I, I assume I need to quit putting chemicals down, and, but now I don't know how to water, do I? Well, do you I, need to need challenge it a little bit more. You need to cut back on the water, not not uh, overreact. I mean, this 
America is a land of extremists. We want to spray everything, and we don't want to spray anything. We want to water everything every every hour, and then we don't want to water anything. So don't get on that bandwagon, but but just cut back a good bit. Uh, look up um, look up cottony blight on uh, on on Bermuda, and see if uh, if the photos don't look like what you're seeing. That is a, a disease of overindulgence of Bermuda, and it will it will show in kind of odd patterns, usually in the low spots in Bermuda. I don't know with a new lawn whether it'll show up that way, but the the grass will just look really bad. It will it will be browned uh, in an area that may be elongated. It may just look, almost look like an oil slick, of, not shiny, but just like an oil slick wood, just a big uh, amorphous uh, uh, brown area. And that that grass probably will come back if you'll just lay off the water a little bit. It, from what you're telling me now, I'm not seeing it, but but look up uh, uh, cottony blight um, and uh, see if that's. I'm going to do a quick search and and make sure I'm giving you everything you need. Um, and I don't think you'll have any problem getting rid of it as long as you can. Um, yeah, look up Pythium blight. Cottony blight is uh, is one of the names, but, but it, when I entered it on my search on Safari, uh, Cottony blight went immediately to Pythium, P-Y-T-H-I-U-M, blight. And there's the photo I wanted you to see. Um and let's see, I think this is from Tex A&M from the Plant Disease Handbook. Good, they've taken away that stuff where you have to, oh man, the other photos are, yeah, I want you to look at that and see if that's uh, if that's what you're seeing. Okay. There's a story from my own magazine yeah. from years ago. That's, that's fun. Is, is one inch of water a week the way to go from here forward or even less? There's no way to tell, um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. It depends on the uh, the soil. Uh, if you're in a sandy soil part of Weatherford, very, uh, that might very be sandy. Enough. Okay, yeah. that might not be enough, uh, as opposed to a heavy clay soil. If you're talking, if this is showing up in a low spot in your lawn, then that one inch may translate into three inches of, of water draining down to that. There's no way to know no, for all, sure. It's what all you, over. Yeah, it's what you flat, don't want to what over. you don't want to do is water when it's wet already. Okay. Let, let it dry out a little bit to let the roots grow down. Now, when you start right. talking about tiff Bermudas, that that's a, that's a category of grass. That's not a specific mm-hmm. variety. Uh, those are from Tifton, Georgia. And uh, do you know which one you have? Is it? Are you using a real mower or a rotary mower? A uh, rotary. All right. Uh, do you know no. which of the tiffs you have? No, I don't. He just called it tiff. Ooh. Well, some of those are for golf yeah. greens and some are for fairways. They were they're golf course grasses. Yeah, no, I, are... it's not for that. It's, I've seen his where he's planted it before, and it was uh, looked like at least two inches tall and very healthy. I oh, okay. Well, all right. I don't know of any of them that are intended to be mown that high. Yeah. And when, when you mow a, a a very dwarf Bermuda grass at that. Let me let me leave this generic. When you mow a very dwarf Bermuda grass higher than it's supposed to be mowed, it will turn brown. Mm-hmm. It won't. It won't yeah, be happy. I, I, it, it'll thin I out. Just, It'll be like yeah, growing it I'm in mowing. the shade. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm gr- I'm mowing now. I did mow too high to begin with, but I have cut it down a bit, so I'm okay. doing better with that. That will that will set it off to a bad start, and that could be part of your browning. It may not be moisture at all. It could be that. Yeah, could be. I don't know of any Bermuda for a turf grass that should be mowed at two inches, even common Bermuda. That's pretty high for common. Okay. So I'll just leave you with that. So any, be... any hybrid Bermuda would be lower than that. But I don't know that you can drop it now. You'll probably scorch it to pieces now. Well, I, I did I... go ahead and drop it a bit and uh, scorched a few tiny spots, but yeah. Got away with it for the most it'll, part. It'll come back. It just browns it for a while. It'll come back. 
I wish I could right. see it and be there with you to look at it. But, but anyway, that's. I think that may be more of a contributor than the uh, than the water. And just kind of really? okay. Yeah, yeah. Put it all into the into the blender and 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 think about all of it, and uh, you'll get there. Okay, but I can hope for it to come back. <laughs> I hope so. Is it all in full sun? I hope, right? Oh yeah, very much. I'm I'm now backing up and asking the really basic questions. Okay, well, if it's in full sun. And if you have it down to something less than two inches, and if you're yes. just watching the watering so that you're not watering wet soil, um, yeah, I think you I, it should come back. Very good. Thank you. Notice I didn't give you any money-back guarantee on my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't mention money. This cost me a fortune. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, I can imagine. Good luck with it. Yeah, it makes, thanks thanks makes for calling. Sick. I come outside in the front yard, uh-huh. and I just want to be ill. <laughs> oh, talk to him. I, you we're referring to a generic him. Talk to him and, and see what his thoughts are. Was yeah, his... well, he he told me no guarantees unless I had an automatic sprinkler. So, I'm oh, that's baloney. On that. That's baloney. Really? Okay. Absolutely. An automatic sprinkler system does not do anything that you can't do especially now if if you had never watered it if it's obvious that you just never turned the sprinklers on a a hose in sprinkler on that'd be one thing but overindulgence no that's baloney okay yeah all right yeah podcast will be up podcast will be up monday evening you can quote me (laughs) okay (laughs) All right. I've, Good I've luck. Bought, my wife and I have bought your book three times, once for ourselves and once for a wedding present and once for a housewarming. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope I helped. Good luck. Appreciate the call. You thank Thanks. you. All right. All right, Vance in Arlington, you're coming up next. Alan and White Wright, we're getting all over the state right now. This is good. Uh, you're coming up then. I can help both of you. And those will be fairly uh, quick ones, I think. So good deal. Let me uh, tell you, if you will, about my book, and I'll do it uh, uh, fairly quickly. gave you a pretty thorough uh, explanation of the book earlier, and I'll kind of go with, uh, with his comments. Thanks. Uh, we get a lot of repeat purchases where people buy the first one and then either give that one away, uh, loan it, and don't get it back, or, uh, or whatever. And thank you for that very much. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I chose not to... Uh, not to go through a publishing house. You may have heard me say this uh, because number one, they are very controlling. They put you on with a with a uh, an editor that may or may not know anything about gardening. They're just a they're wordsmiths, and that's all they work with. And you say, yeah, but you cut out the stuff that needs to be there. You got to water the tree after you plant it. Well, we didn't have room to put that in. Well, nuts. So anyway, that's why I wanted to have Carolyn Skies made a master gardener and a master editor. She was a senior publications editor at a major California university before she retired and came to North Texas. I'd worked with Carolyn a lot. So she was my editor, and Cindy Smith and I had worked for years on, on my annual gardening calendars and on other projects. We're still, all three of us are still working together. So I Sneal Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs printed in Texas. It's a hardback on high-quality paper, and it's only $36.95. Satisfaction is guaranteed. If you don't think you get $36.95 worth out of it, I'll pay you back. I'll buy it back from you at full price. No questions asked. If you've used it and it's all worn out and you say, I just don't think I got my good out of it, I'll buy it back. No questions asked. Almost 80000 sold, no requests for refund. Uh, it uh, covers everything outdoors for every county in Texas. I told you that. There are two ways you can buy it because it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You have to buy it either from my office or from my website. The office phone number weekdays, 800-752-GROW. I'll sign your copy. As soon as you buy it, I'll sign it. and We'll get it in the mail. 800-752-4769. The uh, website where you can buy it is neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is our pastor, and that's our church. Hope you'll join us. It's uh, the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street. And all the information, as well as the live stream at uh, 10.05, available to you at sharingtheheart.org. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. I hope that you will uh, get out to take a look around. Uh, it's worth the trip. 22 acres of beautiful stone of all kinds, all shapes, all sizes. If you want river rock, rock that has been uh, tumbling for thousands of years, probably certainly hundreds of years down the mountainsides of Colorado and elsewhere, and uh, just uh, beautiful additions to your landscape for dry stream beds or maybe uh, maybe for uh, bed edgings or whatever you might want uh, to use it for. They have all kinds of beautiful river rock and decorative gravel and flat stones. Maybe you want uh, retaining wall stones or a, a flagstone uh, uh, path or patio. They have all of that pool decking, you bet. They have pavestone interlocking concrete pavers. Uh, boulders for landscape drama. They have everything at Whiskey Stone. And 22 acres, you can have a lot of stone. And it's just great to uh, visit. They can help you. They're very, very skilled. Third generation family business and very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They can put you in touch with some of the finest landscape contractors around who know how to lay stone. All right, here's the contact information for WhizQ Stone. 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. On the web, it's whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey Stone. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. We're your source for all those great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very much. Might add that uh, Whiskey Stone's open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. Thank you, Rachel. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Vance in Arlington, as promised. How can I help you, Vance? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you, Neil, for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I had called. Uh, a while back and asked you about red vetonias and, and see if there's any miracle cure for those. And you said, not at, not at this point. And, uh, so I had, uh, a person come out here and cut every one of them down. Now I'm talking about some large, tall red vetonias and it's about seven of them had them cut them down to the ground. I wanted to know, should I put, any uh, uh, stump, anything to help the stumps uh, degrade or just not worry about them. What are you going to do in that area? I'm going to put a row. This is about 35, 40 yards long. I'm going to put all white uh, crepe myrtles in that row and just re pretty much replace it with crepe myrtles. And I, I have the room. I don't. I, the, the stumps would not be a problem. I can plant in between them. So, uh, you know, I just, uh, uh, I, you know, because when you cut them down, they start springing up. Uh, All right. Every 
Lots of lots of things going on. Let me try to help. Uh, number one, if you want to kill the stumps and just leave them there, I would drill down into each stump with a drill bit the size of your uh, pinky finger. I haven't seen your pinky finger, but somewhere pretty good sized drill bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And in about two inches, uh, maybe make three or four holes of that size, take a blower and blow all the sawdust out of the way, and then fill each of those holes with a broadleafed weed killer. It's going to have 2,4-D in it, 2,4-D. That's, that's the way you'll know that you have the right product, 2,4-D, uh, and let it soak into the wood. It will be carried down through the roots, and it will kill the, the stumps out. It uh, wouldn't hurt to do a, a soak the first day and then come back the next day and put another uh, filling in and let it soak in. Right. So that will kill the stumps and they will decay. It may take several years. The other option would be to uh, hire an arborist with a stump grinder to come out and just get them out of the way once and for all right then. It would cost some money, but, but they'd be gone. So that's that's the neater, cleaner way to get it done, and that way you can – put a real bed in you can get a rototiller in and put a real bed up and down that that uh, line mm-hmm. um i want you to re- i love crepe myrtles one of my favorite plants but remember they're bare five months a year if you need these as privacy you would be better served with Nellie r stevens hollies because they grow the same size as the photinias did but without uh, uh without the disease issues and they're evergreen so just a just a okay. random thought you didn't ask for, and I just threw it in at no well, charge. Right. That's all right. I'm kind of hooked. I've seen a couple of places out here by Lake Arlington that <clears throat> had a row of white, and they are just so spectacular when you have a group of them. Oh, I, I understand. I work with crepe myrtles every almost every day uh, through our crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. If you can find the variety Sarah's Favorite White, or Kiowa, those two are, or Glendora white, those three are superior to Natchez. They're they're not common, uh, but they're very superior to Natchez. Natchez tends to freeze uh, every third or fourth year here, and that's unfortunate. But anyway, uh, yeah, that, those would be Sarah, good. And I had another question, if you don't mind. The, the people that cut it down, I have like, oh, maybe seven oaks in the front yard that are large oaks you barely put your arm around them and i have them cut i'm a five eight five nine and and they're cut the umbrella where it's not even close to my head so uh, he made a point of saying you know let me raise this umbrella up mm. and i you speak yeah. about i'm uh, i'm out of time for this hour uh, I'll come back to you, but I need to have you really condense the question down for me on the other side of the news if you'll stay there. Alan and White, right? I'll get you right after the news, too. Stay with me. We'll be back, folks. <laughs> 